Hello and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 53. I'm Shelly Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist, and today I'm going to talk about what is vitamin B. What is vitamin B? I hear people refer to this vitamin all the time. I have people say I have low vitamin B, and I'm saying vitamin B as in boy, as in bread, as in beer. That's not necessarily where all those things are, but that's what this topic is about. The vitamin B that people say they need to get more of. The vitamin B that people say they need to find a good food source of. The vitamin B that they say they need to supplement with. And yeah, are you a little confused right now? if you know a little bit about vitamins, you probably already know that there's more than one B vitamin. And in fact, there are eight. And some have more than one name, which can be very confusing. Some are listed on nutrition ingredients list, which they're not always going by their B name. And people get fearful of them because they see their scary sounding um, names that people say, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. And I did a previous podcast about that. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. And what a silly rule that is. But back to the B vitamins. I tend to think of them like the seven dwarfs. I know them all, but if you ask me to name them all at one time, I probably can't do it. I can get most of them, but I definitely will tell you all eight of them today. So here it goes. The eight B vitamins include thiamine. Sometimes it's spelled with thiamine with an E on the end. And this is also known as vitamin B1. Then riboflavin. I've heard some people say riboflavin, riboflavin, doesn't matter. Riboflavin is also vitamin B2. And then we have niacin sometimes referred to as nicotinic acid, not nicotine, but niacin. There's also B6, and it's also known as pyridoxine. You probably will never see pyridoxine on a label, but that is what it is, vitamin B6. Probably one that people are more familiar with is folate, sometimes referred to as folic acid. There's just a slight difference in the structure there on what that is. This is also vitamin B9. And I even forget that it's referred to, or it's not referred to as vitamin B9. It is vitamin B9, but it's not referred to that. And then there's vitamin B12. That is also referred to as cobalamin. I can't believe I was able to say that in the first try. But vitamin B12. That's six. Here's the two that most people tend to forget or don't even know are in fact B vitamins is biotin and pantothenic acid. And biotin is something that I know um, is probably most commonly known as a supplement that people will take for healthier hair. And a supplement version doesn't necessarily help because if you're getting enough, more biotin isn't going to do any different. So these 
eight B vitamins have many roles in our body, and they are in various food groups. They're found from grains to meat, and beans and nuts and fruits and vegetables and dairy and eggs. Now, each B vitamin is not found in every single one of those food groups, but if we get a variety of foods, for the most part, we're going to do okay on our B vitamins. So, with some exceptions, we can get enough of our B vitamins from foods alone. And we don't need a B complex supplement. For the most part, we don't need a B supplement of any type. And again, I'm saying for the most part, because for most of us, it takes effort to not get enough of these various B vitamins from food alone. Again, with some exceptions. So what are these exceptions? So I just said we can get them from food alone. They're found in all food groups. And we probably don't, I didn't say probably, but I'm saying it now. We probably do not need to supplement with them. So when does somebody maybe need to supplement? B12 is found in foods of animal origin and fortified foods like cereal and grains. So a vegan, somebody who doesn't eat any animal products, might need a B12 supplement. However, again, it is in fortified foods, so they could theoretically still get enough in some of those fortified foods. But again, vegan, somebody's vegetarian and they're still eating dairy and eggs, they are still getting plenty, or have the opportunity at least, of getting plenty of B12. Now, with B12, as we age, our ability to get B12 from the food does diminish. So what the deal is with that is B12 is in our animal foods, or in our fortified foods. And we need intrinsic factor, which is something in our stomach that we need to access, that is used to access the B12 in the food. So it allows it to be released. And as we get older, that amount of intrinsic factor gradually declines. So while we may be eating foods that have B12, our ability to access that B12 diminishes. So that B12 supplement for healthy adults is generally not necessary. And I can't tell you the age at which we might need to start doing B12. So traditionally, when I was in school, we said people over the age of 50 need to start taking a B12 supplement. And that's what was considered older adults back then. And not that I'm changing what an older adult is because I'm in that category now, but it's more of what is the definition of an older adult from a health perspective? Because over the age of 65, over the age of 80, over the age of 100, was not the large part of the population when we're talking 70 years ago. So backing up, 
I don't have a specific time or age where I recommend people start taking a B12 supplement. But I do say or suggest when you're getting a physical and you're in the quote older adult category, maybe ask if you can get your B12 levels checked to see if it might be something you should consider. Now, B12 shots, this is something that is very popular. And that is something that would be harmless, maybe. I mean, it's a shot. Not necessarily beneficial unless you are somebody who is factually deficient in B12. And that is something you would get at your physician's office. But younger population really doesn't benefit from B12 shots unless you're the person selling the B12 shot. So it, it's not something that most people need. Thiamine, thiamine, that's B1, or thiamine, that's supplemented in persons who have alcohol use disorder, partly because their body cannot convert that B1 or that thiamine into the active form in the body, but they have chronic and high amounts of alcohol consumption. So when people are hospitalized with alcohol use disorder or have it, they could be hospitalized for something else, but we don't want them to go through withdrawals. This is part of a cocktail. Oh, that was a terrible word. Part of a blend of nutrients that is given to them as they're potentially withdrawing from alcohol. That would be thiamine. Folate is needed for many functions in the body. However, the one I think most people may be more familiar with is its role in the developing brain and spinal cord. So it is recommended that persons with any chance of becoming pregnant, whether they're intending to or not, should ensure they're getting enough folate in their diet and may need to supplement. And once pregnant, Folate supplementation is strongly recommended. In the mid-90s, fortification of folic acid in many grains became mandatory and the rate of neural tube defects, so the spinal cord issues, declined, but it didn't go away completely. Now, there's various B vitamins that play a role in heart health. And some of them help with healthy red blood cells. And if these vitamin levels are low, it can contribute to certain types of anemia. So when people talk about anemia, or say, I have anemia and I need you to give me some recommendations, I say, well, what type of anemia do you have? Because iron deficiency anemia is not the only cause of anemia, or I should say iron deficiency is not the only cause of anemia. So there's, if there's a B12 deficiency, if there's a B6 deficiency, if there's a folic acid, sorry, folate deficiency, those can contribute to various types of anemia. So just saying, oh, eat more foods with iron may not fix the anemia issue, if that's not the root cause. 
Now, what about B-complex supplements? So like I said, it does take some effort to not get enough of most of those B vitamins, with the exceptions that I mentioned already. So taking a folic acid or folate or a B12 supplement may be fine, but taking high doses of the others is usually unnecessary and even potentially wasteful. Why? Well, because B vitamins, all eight of them, are water-soluble. And what that means is when we take them in excess, we are not able to store them in the body. So any excess on any given day is excreted in the urine. So you may have heard the term expensive urine, but I tend to say supplementing with a high amounts of water-soluble vitamins is literally money flushed down the toilet. You're spending money to take something that is going down the toilet. But what about energy? But I get the B12 shot and I have more energy or I take B vitamins and I have more energy. You are not. You can't be getting energy from B vitamins. Not even when you have a B12 shot. Vitamins do not have calories. And calories are the form of energy we use as humans. So therefore, vitamins cannot provide energy. They just can't. It's not possible for the vitamins to give us energy. Now, several of the B vitamins are part of the chemical processes within the body that is involved in breaking down carbohydrate and protein and fat into usable energy, part of the tricarboxylic acid cycle or the TCA cycle or the Krebs cycle. And if you've taken any nutrition class, you might have heard this, but this is part of the metabolism, part of the metabolic processes. And those B vitamins have a role in that process. And if we don't have enough of those B vitamins, those processes cannot happen. So if we're eating carbohydrates, protein, and fat, we need the B vitamins to be able to break those down. But I guarantee you, most of those carbohydrates, protein, and fat, they're coming from foods, right? And those foods have the B vitamins in it, most likely. So that's going to work out in itself. But once again, vitamins do not have energy. They do not have calories. But what about these energy drinks? Energy drinks with thousands of a percent of some of those B vitamins. Well, first of all, energy drinks in a lot of cases are really stimulants. So a stimulant, a stimulant drug, such as caffeine, but then any calories those beverages may have are what are providing the so-called energy. But caffeine doesn't contain energy. It doesn't contain calories. However, they are a stimulant. So caffeine is a stimulant. Some of those other ingredients in energy beverages are stimulants. 
So they stimulate the central nervous system. So I say it's kind of like jump starting your car. That's not the source of energy, but it's going to give it a jolt of energy or a jolt to get things going. So let's go back to the B vitamins. How much do you need? Well, there's eight B vitamins and we're all different people. So the amount you need varies by which, which of the B vitamins we're referring to, your birth sex, your age, and your stage of life, including whether somebody's pregnant or breastfeeding. And each of those eight B vitamins have vastly different recommended amounts. And it's not even a matter of Okay, a couple milligrams, it's like some are listed in micrograms. Some are very, very like 1.2 or 0.8. Others are in 400 or higher. So I can't give you a number. I mean, there's charts all over the place, but off the top of my head, I could give you a number of a couple of them, depending on your situation. And since I don't know who you are, who's listening, I can't give you a direct number there. So it's not to be difficult. It's just such a varied amount. So just a quick side note. um, People ask, well, why did we go from vitamin B1 to B12, but there's no B7 or B8? Well, in science, as they were figuring all this out, there had been some temporarily, and it turns out the substance they identified wasn't a B vitamin after all, wasn't even a vitamin. So that got tossed out. So the numbers are there, but not all of them, because some of those originally thought to be B vitamins were not. So the next time you think you may not be getting enough vitamin B, remember, there's eight of them. Most of them you can get from eating various amounts of food, and you probably don't need to supplement. So I strongly discourage people from supplementing without having a specific reason to because I'd rather you spend your money on food and not throw away your money on supplements. Then that's real world nutrition. You all take care. Bye for now. If you are interested in learning more about what I do in the real world nutrition community, I invite you to come to ShellyRiel.com and take a look at the brand new launching real world nutrition membership site opening October 2022. You'll get weekly information webinars, courses, and join me at the end of 2022 for the 12 weeks of wellness. Again, head on over to ShellyRiel.com and look for the Real World Nutrition Membership.